Welcome to Fortress of Faith with Tom Wallace, calling North America to repentance and revival. Well, welcome back to the Corner of Truth and Courage. The last few days, we've been going through the Victory Challenge. This is something that I've designed and prepared, and um, I am, like many of you, I need to lose weight. I need to straighten up my act, get back on plan, starting getting healthy again. Maybe you're out there like me, and you need a plan. A plan to overcome certain areas of your life that you've allowed to be a little sloppy in, undisciplined in. The Bible calls us disciples. Well, the key word for that is discipline. We're going to be disciplined. We're representatives of the King of kings and the Lord of lords. And it's hard to be a representative. And this is one of the reasons why I want to get my weight off is because that's a bad testimony. It's a bad representation of being an ambassador for the King of Kings. It just shows there's an area of life that he's undisciplined in, and I don't like that. And so uh, maybe you're out there, and you, and also too, I, you know, is going to be better for my health. Now, you need to understand, the guy you're hearing today, if you don't know much about me, I spent Oh my goodness, probably 30 years of my life as an adult, over 300 pounds. And uh, three years ago, I got under conviction about that. And I determined to vacate, to leave where I was in, in that position and lose weight. And I was fearful. I didn't think I'd be successful because time and time and time again, I wasn't. I failed. I am sharing with you things that I learned along that journey, things that will help you. Now, you can use this. You can apply this to other areas of your life. Maybe you need to be more disciplined in your time management. Maybe you need to be more disciplined in your money management or in your diet management, your health. And and so uh, I call it the victory challenge. And we're taking the word victory, and I've got an acrostic here. We covered on Monday, vacate, that's leaving, that's determining I'm going to leave Egypt, leave sin, and I'm going to leave the shackles of sin, and I'm going to the promised land. I have a vision in mind, I have a goal in mind. It's going to be a difficult passage, there's going to be some obstacles along the way, it's going to be a long journey, but I'm not going to stay where I was. And maybe you're out there, it's January, and you're saying, hey, it's a good time to start a new foot forward, not to bring the old habits of 2020 in with us to 2021, and we're going to start off right, and I love the beauty of a new year, and I, and I, and I love what um, Charles Haddon Spurgeon would say, no matter your past, your future spotless. You can leave the past in the past. You can say, that was then. I'm vacating that, and I'm leaving. We talked about that on Monday. Tuesday, yesterday, we talked about invoking. We're going to invoke help from God. We're going to invoke help from a friend or a program. We're going to get involved with it. We're going to have accountability put upon us. If you want to be successful, and one of the greatest things that helped me in this diet is my health coach. Having a coach, having a buddy, having someone, guy who I went to college with, Bible college with, he's a preacher actually, 
and he shared with me he he got in, involved in this health program diet program worked successfully on with his family and let me tell you i, I don't have a diet to share with you I, or sell you you can these principles i'm sharing with you will apply to whatever you choose there's a hundred ways to lose weight there's a hundred ways to change areas of your life of time management and so on there these principles these are just principles i'm sharing with you that will help you to be successful if you employ them it's one thing to know them to have knowledge but you need to act on them we have an acrostic v is for vacating leaving I is for invoking help, invoking God, and invoking a friend to help us. We're going to plead with them, help us, be, help me be accountable. And today, we're covering C. This is the exciting part. C, taking charge of our life. C stands for taking charge for our life. So who's control? You? Do you control you or, do, or, or are your habits controlling you. From time to time, I'll cut out coffee or cut out tea or cut out some, you know, something of my life for a week. And I do that in a sense just to keep my body under subjection in a way, 1 Corinthians 9.27, to see uh, if it has control of me or if I have control of it. Lester Roloff, a well-known famous preacher who died a number of years ago, he would uh, do this from time to time. He would take a bowl of cashews, which he loved, and he'd put them next to him there uh, on the easy chair and almost slap his hand saying, no, don't take that, just to control his body from the temptation, the lust of the flesh there, and to overcome it and bring it into subjection. 1 Corinthians 9, 27 says this. Paul said, "But I keep my, but I keep under my body. Other translations will say, I buffet my body. I used to say, I buffet my body. <laughs> I keep it, I buffet it. Hupa piazo is the Greek word there, which means to strike, to buffet, to disable, or really what it means to subdue. I subdue it. I keep it under, under my body. Bring it into subjection, lest that by any means... When I have preached to others, I myself should be a castaway. In other words, saying, if I don't have discipline in my life and I look like a fat slob out there, I am not bringing uh, uh, a good representation of being a representative of the King of Kings, an ambassador there. So when I preach to others that I should be a castaway, I don't want them to cast away me and miss the message because the representative is not representing God well. So I'm going to keep my body under subjection. That passage really gave great conviction to me, and that caused me to get my life in order. Well, this last year, I kept my weight off for about a good two years almost now, and uh, but this third year, I've uh, allowed myself to put on weight, and I've got to lose 60 pounds. I'm embarrassed about it. There it is. I've either got to stay where I'm at and continuing down the wrong road or change it, and I've decided... I'm vacating that, and I'm leaving that, and I'm heading back to the promised land. And maybe you're in that same boat. Maybe you're there too. So take charge. God did not call us to be failures. He's given us, we are, we're his children. And the victory challenge is this, live in victory. 
We're the disciples of Christ, and the root word for disciples is discipline. We need to have discipline in our life. Now, I know that's not easy, and I know sometimes it's not fun. (laughs) Trust me, I know that, and you know it too. But God is desiring to build leaders. That's what God is. He takes the faults and turns them into victories. He takes sinners and turns them into sinner, into saints. He takes the crippled and the crushed and he turns them into conquerors. Romans 8, 37. In all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. He takes the oppressed and turns them into overcomers. 1 John 4, 4. Ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. He takes the oppressed and turns them into overcomers. He takes victims and turns them into victors, 1 Corinthians 15, 57. But thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. And so if we're going to be Come overcomers. If we're going to live in victory, we have to first vacate where we were and say, I'm making a change. We're going to invoke God, God's help. We're going to invoke help from a friend, from a buddy, from a, uh, maybe we need to go go to your pastor, find a, a, a spiritual mentor <clears throat> to help you in those areas, or get into a plan that's going to help you to be an overcomer in those areas. And we are going to take steps and learn. If, we've, if, you, if it's knowledge that you don't have, then learn. If it's discipline you need, then start acting and working on those areas. Proverbs chapter 6, verse 6 says, Go to the ant, thou sluggard. Consider her ways and be wise. <clears throat> the problem is, most of us, we live our life just by flying by the seat of our pants. Without discipline, we follow aimlessly our passions. And have you ever watched a dog <laughs> journey from point A to B? I mean, he's zigzagging all over there, and he's just following wherever his nose, wherever his passions are taking him. And you're going to have a long time and a hard time getting to your goal. We need to have some structure in our life. A house that's organized, or a house or an organization or an organism, it can't function without structure. Your body, God gave it structure. If it didn't have a structure system, we would be slithering around on the ground like a snake. But God has given a structure, and if a house is going to stand, if an organization is going to stand, if an organism is going to stand, it has to have structure. Then it will be successful. 1 Corinthians 14.40 tells us, Let all things be done decently and in order. I'm not sure who said this. He said, uh, uh, when most people set out to achieve new goals, they often ask this question, what do I need to do to get it? But the better question is, who do I need to become to get it? You know, we may have goals. We may say, well, you know, I, I, want to man, I want to be a manager. I don't want to be just the employer. I want to manage this place or whatever. And it's not, sometimes we ask, what do I need to get to, in order to get to my goal? No, the better question is, who do I need to become to get it? Let me give you an example of what I mean. There's a fellow who wanted to marry a girl. 
and he had his, you know, he knew he was marrying out of his class like me. And, uh, and he said, uh, and, and he realized, it's not what do I need to do to get her. It's who do I need to become to win her affection. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says this, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. I've got good news for you. When you become a child of God, and you may not have implemented all the things that God has given you, but you need to realize this. God has made you a new person, a new creature. When you got saved, you didn't get something new. You became someone new. Ephesians 5.15 tells us, See then that ye walk circumspectfully, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. That word circumspectly, uh, acrobus is the Greek, which means to walk, to walk diligently, to walk <clears throat> observant. Take charge of your life. <clears throat> Instead of being the person where life happens to you and you just go with the flow. No, we're going to make a change. We're going to take charge. Instead of habits and things controlling us, we're going to start controlling it. And we're going to start claiming victory. We're going to start taking charge of those things. So here's our action points. Claim victory. Claim it. You're a child of God. You're a child of the King. God has given you the tools, the power of the Holy Spirit to be an overcomer. He's given you the victory. He's turned you from a sinner into a saint. He'll take the crippled and turn you into a conqueror, the oppressed into overcomers, victims into victors. You're on the winning side. So claim it and live it. And join us again tomorrow as we continue with the Victory Challenge. God bless you.